Welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. I hope the Giro has you keen to ride, despite the winter weather starting to take hold. Fortunately, the fun never stops on Zwift. It's super time efficient, safe and convenient. And it's just as social as your rides throughout the summer. The banter on the group rides, meetups and even in some of the races is a great way to connect with people from all over the globe. There's also loads of challenges to set yourself on the great courses, including riding up Alpe de Zwift, sprinting down the Champs-Élysées, even riding inside a volcano or exploring the Japan-inspired Makuri Island. Zwift is the app that makes indoor training fun. Visit Zwift.com for a free seven-day trial or just to find out more. Ride on and here's Christoph and Macca. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. Uh, as you know, before we start, uh, I'd like to remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash sport or log a ride with our good friends at Zwift. Uh, joining me is, of course, Mr. Dave McKenzie. Are you? Mr. Mr. That sounds uh, very um, pompous. <laughs> pompous. A little bit pompous, <laughs> but I'll take it. It sounds important. Makes me sound important. I'm very good. I'm very good. And I am pumped. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, really uh, uh, pumped. We'll get into it, I know, so I won't give anything away. Big stage tonight. Absolutely. Big stage last night. Oof, it's it's, been, good, it's, it's all good, been good. It's a good period of the, the Giro. It is. Uh, and yeah. joining us is, of course, Kate Bates as well uh, with us. How are you, Kate? Ciao, ciao. I am also pumped, but I'm carb-loading. Uh, again, we'll talk <laughs> about that later, but I think... Uh, <laughs> There's my early tip to everybody. Go in a big bowl of pasta. You're going to need it for tonight. The staying power. Oh, yeah. Could be a long one. It could be a, a strong one as well. Uh, let's have a look at what happened on the stage yesterday, and we will debate all about it straight after this. 1,500 metres. The tight corners are still to come. The locals are hanging over the barriers, cheering for number 54. All of Africa is on 121. They want to see Abinium Gu may get up. The flick of the elbow from Vanderpool. De Gent is giving a little bit of distance to Gaburu. Vanderpool has surrendered. Schmidt has returned to them. De Gent will like what he sees behind. Now he needs to look out in front. The Iran train flags. They'll be proud, but they'll miss the stage victory. Van Hooker. Gaburu. De Gent goes, and De Gent goes De Gent style. He goes early. Gaburu gets into his slipstream. Now Arkas is trying to stick with them, but De Gent, he's opened a little gap. De Gent, the great, does it again. Gaburu in second, Arkas third, Van Hooker in fourth. The sprint for the minor places. Schmid over the top. Gumay holds on. He gets fifth. This was the stage uh, yesterday. So much to uh, unpack, of course. Uh, Salty Cyclist telling us Thomas, the tank engine, triumph uh, again. Uh, the Ghent was the Genting. There's so much we can say about yeah. it. This is, this is pretty much the talk of the town. This is an incredible win by Thomas de Ghent. Yeah, Kate, I thought it anyway. But to me, de Ghent is the breakaway king. I think the fact that he's, he's already podiumed at the Giro... It's his second stage in 10 years. And, and on top of everything else he's done, we've talked about it all, so I won't go into it. But to me, I don't think there's anyone else that is as good as this guy in terms of the, the breakaway, um, you know, holding that mantle. 
Yeah, I think so. And look, they had the uh, dominance of numbers in the breakaway, break of 21. Lotto Sidal had three of them. I think that was a pretty good omen for them to start. Uh, but I also think coming into a finish like that, he would have been fairly confident uh, because Gaburo and Arcus have never actually won pro races before. Uh, they've got zero donuts to their name uh, from a pro perspective. Donuts sound good, actually. Uh, and right. so I think he would, <laughs> he would have been pretty confident going into the end. But honestly, I reckoned against like the people's champion. I mean, I know that this yeah. is your podcast, yeah. guys, and I'm visiting, but can we get a meat tray going or something like each night for the best rider? Because I reckon DeGent gets the meat tray tonight. Yeah, no, nah, spot on. You're right. He, he, everyone loves him. And I, I, think, I think there's a part, I know I do, but I think a lot of people, we all love to see the underdog. And he's not so much the underdog, but he's the breakaway, the breakaway specialist. But he's not a specialist. You know, he's not a specialist time trialist, climber or sprinter, yet he's run third exactly. in a grand tour. I mean, exactly. the guy's incredible. He's not a specialist of everything, but he's good at everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is the thing. You know what, let's listen from the man, Thomas de Ghent. Get rid of Mathieu van der Poel and Vignam Guillermet. And how did you manage to fend them off? Yeah, with a group this big and uh, really good guys like uh, Van der Poel and uh, Ulisi Hirmay. We also knew that they will all, will all look at them. Um, Mathieu attacked on the steep part, uh, I think uh, second last lap, and he went uh, really hard. We got dropped, all three teammates. We made it back and uh, we, we made an attack just to, to, to try. We knew that everybody will look at uh, Van der Poel and, uh, and Girmay to close the gap. So uh, we took a bit of, a, of an advantage and uh, we hoped that we could make it over this steep climb and that they will catch us after that. But they stayed at 30, uh, 30 seconds. So uh, I was working for Harm that he could attack on the climb. But he said he didn't have uh, good legs anymore. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, I said the last three kilometers to Harm, you ride full. And uh, I'm sure I will, I, I will win the sprint. I, I'm, I'm sure. So just ride full. He did it perfectly until 300 meters to go. So I have to thank uh, Harm a lot uh, that, that he uh, could pull this also off uh, for me. But we, we did a good job as a team today. This comes 10 years after your first win at the Giro from top of the Stelvio to the seaside in Napoli. Yeah, today uh, was uh, those, one of those days that, uh, that suits me. Uh, it uh, looks a b little bit like uh, the, the Barcelona stage in uh, Volta Catalunya, always up down. It's hard to recover. It's also hard to close the gap. Um, but yeah, ten, 10 years after the Stelvio stage, I finally win uh, stage in the Giro again. And, uh, if you would ask asked me two weeks ago if I was able to win a stage in the Giro, I would, would have said no because I was in so bad shape and now the good legs are coming. Yeah, the good legs are, have come, to be oh, honest. They are, <laughs> they are out. Uh, Kate, uh, here there's, there's a comment from uh, Mandy that says, awesome riding from the Ghent, but super important for Lotto Sudal as well. The fact that they did, did go out with a plan, but they had to readjust because... You know, Dugan was feeling better than his teammate. Uh, that what makes cycling exciting, I guess. But that's also um, showing showing the strength of a team like Lotto Sudal. Yeah, and the strength of Dugan, right? I mean, on one hand, yeah. you can say that uh, this is great to take the pressure off Caleb. On the other hand, you can say, how's Caleb feeling that they've gone with a team to support him and now they're having to kind of adjust that a little bit? I guess it depends which way you look at it. Uh, but you need to remember that De Gendt is this 
guy who can pretty much do anything. To win on Stelvio, albeit a decade ago, uh, when he won in 2017, a stage of the Welter, it was a break of nine. He outsprinted Cortina, who's pretty fast. So he's actually pretty fast as well. I reckon any time they've got him in a team, he can be a plan, plan B. So have they pivoted or was it always the plan on the uh, in-between stages, if you want to call yesterday one of those, uh, for him to go in the break? He's the safety net, isn't yeah. he? He's the safety yeah. net for the team. It's um, And just actually on that question, which I guess we haven't talked about, it is super – it's such a, an important win for Lotto. Remember, they're, they're in, in threat of falling out of the world tour. So yeah. this is a massive boost for them. But it, and it's interesting that we thought Caleb could bring bags of points. Yeah. And in the end of the minute, it's the game that opens up the, uh, the, the count. Yeah. So he's the safety net. Let's <laughs> talk about uh, somebody else, Gourmet. Okay? Or Gourmet, whatever you want to say with the accent. Gourmet. Uh, eight stages, five top five. You know, let's listen from him. And then we'll debate about his influence and what's been happening to him in this Grand Tour. Yeah, today was unbelievable. Since the start and the finish, all the day we are in front, full gas. Yeah, it's unbelievable, you know, in the Grand Tour like this, is it's crazy. Yesterday, hard day, and then today is much more harder, but I'm happy with what I did. Of course, it's also important. Today, I gained some points, so it's also a good opportunity for the next days. But still, we have a lot of opportunity so we'll see so that was a biniam gourmet uh kate how do you what what's your opinion of him because i don't know five stages five top five in eight stages in a grand tour his first grand tour he definitely definitely has his eye on a jersey uh you know how far can he go Oh, look, he can kind of do anything. I mean, I think at the moment he's actually in a bit of danger of being so adaptable that people will stop letting him go anywhere. Uh, And we can argue that yesterday both he and Matthew Vanderpool found themselves in a situation where from the outside you could say perhaps they didn't ride that smart. I mean, both of them in their position, they really should have gone one and two in the stage. It should have been like stage one. But now everybody's watching them, everybody's marking them. Uh, And so I think sometimes instead of always being the aggressor and being there for everything, they perhaps need to sit back a bit and be a little bit more strategic. Uh, And I I think especially because Gourmet has literally got everybody's eyes on him. Um, Mm. You know, and we talked the other day about maybe somebody could buy him out of his contract because he's going to be worth a heck of a lot of money um, straight away. That might not be on his radar. It's the same for Vanderpool, who stayed, you know, with what was always a smaller team rather than going to one of the bigger ones. Uh, so I think he's at a bit of a tough time in his career where if he doesn't really consider what he wants to be, uh, he might kind of end up as the jack of all and maybe master of none. I know that sounds harsh, but I think you That's pretty get harsh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's why I, you have me here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can see him winning the points jersey well, and yeah. not winning a stage. But we, 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 because we, he'll just be super consistent. But can he win the point jersey with someone like Demar still here? Because yeah. or, or is he counting on Demar not going really well on the mountains? There's only there's on, only a couple of sprint stages left, like yeah, pure exactly. sprint stages. Exactly. And I think. But how Demar, does Germain Demar, wins this? Well, he'll, he'll outclimb Demar. Yeah. He'll get the points, and he, and he'll just be. He'll be dogged, you know, be a dog to a bone. Um, mm-hmm. And we've already seen it, like you said, was it five, six top fives? Yeah. Or, you know, in, in so stages, he's already, yeah. but he might not win because, as Kate said, he'll be marked. He'll be marked so much, you know, but he'll just keep putting himself. And I mean, he's 
He's gained a bunch of points. He's only 20-something points now yeah, behind DeMar. 26 um, points. Yeah, DeMar's won two stages. Yeah. So, so there's a good the, point, yeah. There's the difference, you know. Before closing uh, this stage, do we think that uh, Van der Poel has attacked way too early in this, uh, in this stage yesterday? Maka? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, could, it, it could have stuck. But I, I totally agree with Kate in the fact that, um, you know, they've just got a big target on their backs. They're so, so good. And when that break got established... Everyone else in that break would have gone, right, that guy and that guy, I'm, I'm, I'm following their rear wheel. So, you know, I mean, when Vanderpoel attacked, he went absolute yeah. full noise, didn't he, Kate? Yeah, look, I, it, there was a little bit of tour hoodshobbed there. That, you know, we started to see at the tour when he was able to win some whittled down bunch sprints, but he also started taking some really long range attacks. He was hurting too much. I was kind of cringing with 140 to go, K to go when he was absolutely on the rivet because I thought this guy can do a lot. Mm. But at the end of even a week of the Grand Tour, I'm just not sure what, why, what he's doing. You know, maybe there's rhyme to the reason, reason to the rhyme, but I think for now he's just getting a bit frustrated and, and wanting to be something that perhaps he isn't yet. I mean, I really, I'm really making a lot of friends here, aren't I? Kind of interesting. <laughs> no. the, well, he, the he doesn't name. know. It's good to have you around. It's good to have he's you around. Still, <laughs> he's still, like, he's super smart, Vanderpoel, but you're right. At the end of a week of racing, it's like his superpowers have come off slightly. So he's back to the normal level of everyone else, yeah. right? And then he tries to attack miles out and they're onto him. But let, and let, he's let, only got so many you know, bullets to, to fire. Um, but let's remember, he's still learning a three-week Grand Tour. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's left the Tour de France earlier last year. Yeah. This is new territory yes. uh, from him. So, you know, it's, it's not everything is in the books. No, no, so, no, that's right. It's, yeah, but it, look, at the end of the day, he's so exciting to watch. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Tell, it, tell it, us what you think, Catch Bulletin, and uh, people watching here uh, all around Australia. Tell us what you think. Uh, did Van der Poel uh, was a bit smart, uh, too smart for his own good on this on this stage or not? Let us know what you think. We still have a same leader. Lopez is still in pink, still in pink. Lopez, let's he listen is. from him. To the moment when uh, Leonard Kemna attacked you and how you defend your Maria Rosa. Uh, that's the objective, no? Uh, in the meeting, in the morning, we speak about uh, if Kemnata. I try to follow, no? When I when he attack, I follow him. I stay in his will and nothing. Was that the, the biggest risk for you to lose the Malia Rosa? Wasn't it better when your team was controlling? Yes, a little bit, a little bit care, but oh, I have a really, really good team, and also my teammates, also my staff, everybody made my dream. No, and my my teammates, they did the hundred percent, and we stay another day in Pika. People say that you are uh, a friendly cyclist with a lot of friends in the peloton, but also a hard one. Will you need a lot of friends tomorrow? Uh, maybe not, but uh, we will see tomorrow. Ah, yes. Tomorrow being uh, today, of he course. He was laughing. Yeah, he was like, mm -hmm. does he not realise the stage they've got coming ahead? <laughs> I don't. I, I think didn't he does. See that. That. Was that the same interview we were looking at? Because he looked exhausted to me. Like he's like the happiest go luckiest guy we've seen in any interview. Such a delight. He started to look a little bit tired for me. I mean, and then again, this is why you've got me. I guess people are just going to love having me on this podcast. At the end of the first week of a Grand Tour, of course he's tired. But <laughs> he's I don't doing know. too much the yapping. Sparkle's gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he's, he's yapping too much during the stage. Every time the cameras go on him, he's, yap, he's yippity-yapping. It's like, mate, cool the jets. Just, no, I love him. I say that, I say that as, a, as a joke, of course. He's... He's been a great revelation yeah. for the race. 100%. And, and the Giro does this. The yeah, Giro it does. does this. There's always a, a few stints in pink that we, we get surprised about. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at the, the, the leader's table. Uh, I just want to point out that Guillaume Martin yesterday did something you know, pretty interesting because yes. he's only a minute away from catching the pink. He, and, uh, he's always, he always sort of does he, this. He's done this on the tour. Yeah. I think he did it in the Vuelta. He, I like I like. I like him. He's um, he's under the radar a bit and he pushes himself into the top 10. And it's like he finds his legs, Kate, in that sort of, well, high mountain second, third week of the Grand Tours. He's done it before. So I'm not writing him off to finish top 10. Okay. But just spot, a bit... He rocketed up. So. Yeah. But just a bit short from that pink jersey, maybe he's just missed his chance to grab it even for just one day because uh, the stage tonight is probably too hard for him to... Outpace. He needs to have uh, a. You know, he needs stage. to have a pretty good day yeah. today to uh, to be in pink tonight. So that's going to be a probably very uh, difficult for him. Okay, let's now we'll come back to the Giro uh, a little while in this program. We're just going to make our way to Hungary, Hungary, and the discussion. We you know we said it on Twitter. We have to have our big share of humble pie on this, guys. Mate, because I told you to delete every bit <laughs> of that show. Because yesterday, if you haven't who seen the I, show... Who am I throwing under the bus first? Kate, I reckon we throw Christoph under the bus. You I brought just, it up. I just asked the question yeah. yesterday. So people that were not here yesterday, I've asked the question about what is Bike Exchange doing with Grunewagen? Where is Grunewagen? What's happening to Grunewagen? Lead out train's rubbish. <laughs> the lead out train is rubbish. And then, let's have a look at what happened at the stage of uh, Tour de Hongrie yesterday. The corners there. Yeah, Cameron, the I think this is Cameron Mayer that was uh, just being yes, uh, informed that he, he went too far. Now Quick Step uh, puts on the gas, followed by Jakobsen here on the third position. Now uh, Luca Mesgitz, who is riding for, as the last rider for Kronewegen, uh, just following the Jakobsen's uh, wheel. Watch Jack, watch Jack, let, let the wheel go, look him, let the wheel go. Why did he let him go so, so early? That's too early by, yeah. by any means. But I think if he stays in the third place, you know, um, uh, uh, it's going to be difficult to be, be the This man. is, I think this is Rudy Barbier. So we have two riders of Quickstep who are riding for Fabio Jakobsen, who is now in the third position. We have Hronewegen, who is now at the fourth. We have Rudy Barbier, who is on the fifth. And one more rider on the, from Israel Premier Tech who's in the sixth position. Now we come to the most important and most technical part of this, of this finish. It's the left-hand bend, left-hand corner that will arrive right now, hoping that will not produce any casualties of, uh, of this finish at the stage four. And now we'll see the real fight. Kronenwegen is going left. Kronenwegen taking the left right. Barbier still still stuck on the Fabio Jakobsen wheel. Kronenwegen looks determined. Fabio Jakobsen does it well. What a win. What a win. What a win. Congratulate. I told you. <laughs> You've seen that. He was showing on his eyes. Yeah. You've seen that I can. You've seen that I can do I, it. There was no doubt about it. That there was a, it was two, two or bike, three bike two lengths. Bike lengths yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting to see that Kronewegen already had some 200 meters yeah, to he's go. He, he's going. 
Ah, he, he practically Jakobsen lost some some of the inertia that uh, that was produced by his uh, his leader well, more, was, more than two. Was that was three he's, or four. He was surprised to see the strength out front of again. Like his that was yeah, like uh, a, this was dominant. He, he was this he was dominant uh, win. Yeah. The dominance here. Uh, let's uh, also remind you that Tour of Hungary is available streaming live and on replay on SBS On Demand. Uh, Kate, let's also remember that the last time that Jakobsen and Grunewagen were pretty much head-to-head -head for a win, it didn't head well for, for Jakobsen at all. Uh, so that, that is also a confrontation that is interesting to, uh, to look at. But boy, it was really good, really good yesterday. Yeah, I think there's a couple of takeaways. Um, the first is that while Macro and I are right most of the time, sometimes we're not. Uh, <laughs> so I'll take it for both of us. Yeah, we'll have to... Uh, we'll have to... Both of us will have to yeah, take well, one to the ribs. Da David, David is agreeing with us. Someone so. needs to eat uh, humble pie. Yes. Since I'm I just asked it. the questions, you guys were wrong. <laughs> I reckon I can bake it as long as you eat it. Hey, yeah? what I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll let. Sorry, I'll let you continue, Kate. But I will say it's nice to be wrong. Yeah, I'm 100%. happy to be wrong <laughs> for this team. It is. It is. But, but uh, before um, you go, what about what about if we were not wrong, but someone at Bike Exchange listened to our podcast and went, "You're getting bagged, mate, in Australia." You, know, you need to get, you know, get your eyes together. told him. Whitey. Whitey. Yeah. He's cracked the whip and said, listen, guys, this is, they were paying out on us. This yeah. is enough. Sorry, anyway, go ahead. No, no, look, I think six for one, half a dozen to the other, Christoph, because I don't think they needed to listen to us to know that their lead out wasn't working as it should. Uh, and I think Macca pointed out that they did have the perfect guys there to do the lead out. And they did have Cam Meyer, uh, who did an exceptional job. And he was put in the perfect place. I'll also note that they didn't take him to the line. They took him to about yeah. 800 metres to go and then yeah. quick step took over. And so they actually did sort of half of what we talked about by having the great lead out, but also the other half of putting him in a great position and then trusting that he knows which wheel uh, to take. So they certainly up their game. And they combined it with a bit of a foo-foo from quick step. Um, because they went way too early and they left it way too open, I think, uh, for Philipson. So that kind of even more complicates the whole uh, mm -hmm. watch we've got on the Cavendish Philipson watch. And it elevates the what a bike exchange is going to do for the Tour de France uh, for Grunewagen. Yep. So anybody yep. who thinks that May is about the Giro and Tour of Hungary, you're wrong. <laughs> it's about picking form for the Tour. And uh, it's on from all fronts on that Hundred percent, hundred percent. Let's listen from uh, the winner uh, yesterday, Dylan Grunewagen. Just a huge speed at the end. Uh, what happened there? Uh, yeah, yeah. The legs are really good all the whole week, but uh, yeah, the results are not there. So yeah, today we make a new plan. Um, it was also a hard final with uh, the two small climbs. But yeah, on the big road, the team did an amazing effort for me. I've already no voice after the screaming, but uh, yeah, they did a fantastic job. And I'm really happy with my teammates that he can bring me in a good position. And on 200 meters before the finish, um, yeah, I had a good, really good legs to, to sprint. And I was going and I saw nobody. Uh, you mentioned the new plan for today. What exactly was it? Uh, that we use everyone. <laughs> the days before, um, we mixed uh, in and we boxed in. And um, yeah, today we had the freedom. Uh, also, the whole team was really strong. I uh, put me in a really good position in the corner to the right side, and yeah, then I was in a position to sprint for the win. There were a lot of attacks in the final 10-15 k's. How hard was it to control? Yeah, it was uh, was really hard, but the speed was really high, and uh, 
in the bunch. So uh, yeah, on the climbs it uh, was all hard also for me, but um, yeah, I can stay in the bunch and then the team bring me in the front and yeah, then we can sprint for victory. How important uh, this victory is for you? Uh, really important. Uh, it's a difficult season uh, already. We had uh, two victories with sprint train. Uh, but after that, we had a loss of sickness. Uh, yeah, I crashed and yeah, now we have the lucky one. And uh, yeah, today we are lucky that we can win. Thank you very much and congrats. Thank you. Uh, lucky and happy uh, and a quick reminder again you saw it on your screen Tour of Hungary is uh, streaming on SBS On Demand you can watch it live or in replay now let's talk about the big one tonight some say it's the Queen's stage I don't know who are the people that don't think it's the Queen's stage because it's the Queen's stage <laughs> <laughs> let's face it Maka take us through what can we expect tonight on it's, this stage it is a big one stage 9 is Isernia to Blockhouse. Blockhouse is the summit finished 189 kilometers. We are in the beautiful region of Abruzzo. It, is, it really is a lovely region, but it is the Abruzzo Mountains that they are in today. They've been here before, and in fact, I think one of the early times they were here, it was the emergence of Eddie Merckx who won the stage before he won mm -hmm. his Grand Tours. This was when Eddie Merckx was making a name for himself. So it's got some history. And I think yeah, 2017 or 2018, they were here as well. So not that long ago was the last time. Um, 5,000 metres of climbing. Huge. Big, big yeah. day. And look, I won't spoil it because we've got some interviews to come. All we know is this is a monster day. Yeah. It, you'd look at it and you say, okay, it's a monster day, but is it the Queen stage? When you look at that profile, when you listen to some of the interviews, you say, okay, and you look more closely at it, it, it is a brutal day. And you know what? Someone's going to explain to us why this is the Queen stage. Uh, it's not our uh, resident uh, trainee over there, but he's talking to him. It's Matt White. It is a monster of a day, and it starts right from the gun. It does, it does. I uh, came here in March to check out the stage, and uh, I said it before, it's probably the hardest, one of the hardest 20Ks of a start of a bike race I've seen. Uh, I think after three kilometres, you, you are straight uphill, really intense ramps, uh, which obviously aren't even categorised. Um, and then something will go early and there'll be a lot of pressure put on in that first 20 kilometres. And then we've got two two big climbs in the final, the Paso Lachano and uh, obviously the blockhouse itself. So it's 5,000 metres of climbing, which is which is a hell of a lot. Uh, it's as big as any day we have in the Giro. And uh, the weather's warm. Uh, I don't know how hot it's going to be tomorrow, but it'll be a warm one and uh, before a well-earned rest day on Monday. So, as you said, uh, it's going to be a monster day for the sprinters tomorrow because uh, they're going to get dropped right from the start. They're going to ha a lot of them are going to have trouble getting in the time cut. But you don't care about them. Uh, it's all about uh, your guys. Do you think tomorrow will be a day where Simon actually tries to take some time or will he just try and make sure he's with, with them at the finish? I think tomorrow is going to be a showdown for sure. I think in the first phase of the race tomorrow, there will be a lot of heat put on by certain teams to try to put other teams under pressure in that first 20 kilometres. After that, I think things will settle down depending on the composition of the breakaway. And uh, I think you will see a battle royale against uh, who's, the who's who on the final climb. But it's a tough climb. There's nowhere to hide. We've been up there before uh, a couple of years ago with, with Adam. Uh, you remember the day that uh, Garen Thomas and a few guys got taken out by the motorbike, uh, by police motorbike that stopped on the side. So we, we've been there before. And it's a tough climb. And I think we're going to get a real glimpse of actually who the contenders are tomorrow afternoon. Uh, was uh, Matt White, of course, uh, recorded by uh, our own uh, work experience kid, uh, John Trevorrow, here, and he's done it again. You're right, Dave. Uh, and, of course, this interview was uh, 
made yesterday. So that's why he's mentioning tomorrow, but it's actually today. Uh, Maka, we said it's a beast of a day. It's a beast of a day. It is a beast of a day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How many times can you say it? Um, yeah, I think, we, we again, and I know this is cliche talk for commentators or, or journalists, but tonight we'll eliminate a few who we thought maybe could win the Giro. I think it'll eliminate a few, Kate, and there'll be a few that'll stand up and we'll say, okay, now there's five or now there's six that yep. can win the race or maybe less, who knows? Yeah, I mean, Blockhouse is about 13.5K, averages about 8.5%. Um, that's kind of vomit-inducing for probably 85% of the peloton, to be honest. And we also have to remember that there is a time cut, so the sprinters are going to have to... Uh, have a pretty hard day just getting to the finish within that time cut. The other dynamic I think is really interesting is looking at Ineos because um, Castrovejo was in hospital a couple of days ago getting his hip and back checked uh, after a stack on stage seven. They've lost Duel. They're weakened. Uh, we mm. saw some kind of old school tactics from them the other day that we pontificated could be uh, them being a bit defensive because they're feeling a bit weak and almost wanting to put it out there that, hey, we're in really great shape even when they're not. Uh, so that could mean there are some opportunities for people like Richie to get in a break. Uh, mm -hmm. So we also have to keep an eye on the break uh, and see that perhaps there might be some riders who are a little bit down on GC but might see it as opportunistic uh, and that first 20K that Whitey was talking about, uh, that might be where yeah. it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a question here from uh, Stuart uh, or comment. He says, this is not a sort of day you want to ride with a knee injury. Uh, what do we know about Yates, uh, Simon Yates' condition? Well, let's talk to him. Let's yeah. ask him. This is Simon Yates. So demanding. Such a hard day. Such a... Uh such a classic Giro mountain to finish on um, before the next rest day. So, um, yeah, I think everyone will be going all in for that stage. So what's your plan? You, do you actually want to do a bit of attacking, take some time, or are you just happy to make sure you, uh, you know, stay with your main contenders? It depends on the legs. It depends on the legs and uh, the tactics of the, of the other teams. I mean, um, at the minute, I don't need to attack. I, I have the advantage over who I consider the main GC guys. So... At the minute, that's not my responsibility. I'm in a, I'm in a, a great seat right now. Um, but you never know what, what unfolds on the stage, so um, we'll take it as, as it comes. Just a quick summation of the tour. A week in, uh, you had your, your, your small injury and knocked your knee. Uh, it looks to have gotten better each day. How are you, how's it going this week? Yeah, it was, uh, it, it's uh, still uncomfortable. Not, uh, not you know, 100%, uh, but it's not impeding me anymore. Um, Etna was really quite a, a difficult test, but um, managed to pass. So, uh, yeah, it's been getting better every day. Thanks, Simon. Good luck, mate. Right, cheers. So the knee... Knee's uh, all right. Yeah, knee's all right. Is it all right? Or is uh, it a bit of a cutting, a bit of a bluff? Where, what do we think? I think it is. Uh, what do you think, Kate? I think it's, it's all right. I mean, it doesn't mean it won't blow up, but I think he's being pretty honest that it's, it's annoying him, but it's not impeding him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it is what it is at this point, and he knows that the only way it could disadvantage him more than whether it's good or bad is him overthinking it and going in uh, worrying about it too much. I think it will mean that he has to have a pretty significant warm-up beforehand, uh, given mm. how tough the start is. So that may have a small influence. But, um, you know, he's right. It, like, it, pressure's not on him. He's uh, in a pretty good position, and it's teams more like Bora. You know, they've got four GC guys. And uh, I think Hindley and Bookman are the two who could probably go in breaks. People would be worried, but they've got two more sitting back who could also go in. And Yates has probably got his eye on them 
uh, more than being proactive himself. Yeah, that's yes, a good. I know. Oh, just just one one question for you, Kate and Christoph. Yeah, Feel free to chime in. If Yates has got amazing legs on the blockhouse and he can pull forty seconds or pull attack and and right away from his rivals, does he do it? Does he do it with ten days to go, or does he actually ride ride um, conservatively? Because remember what happened in twenty eighteen. What's your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think fortune favours the brave Macca. And I think that Grand Tours uh, can get won by a single second. And if he has the legs to do it, you do not ever pass up what could be. Um, you take what you have now and the opportunity and the legs that you have now and you hope that uh, the days to come are good ones. But I don't think that you pass up that opportunity in case it bites you. Uh, you just hope that it doesn't. Even if it's uh, just the day before the rest day, and you may want to, you know, knowing what's happening again in the Giro, you may want to have that rest day to actually rest and not do press and what, or everything that goes on with it. Like, if you look at where it's placed on the calendar. Yeah, no, I agree with Kate. I, I wanted to see what of you both you said. Do. Of course you yeah, do. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, <laughs> of course you do. Even though in 2018, <laughs> he, he won multiple stuff. He was winning at will. Yeah. With four days to go, he was, it wasn't, how much he it was it wasn't was he going to win it was how much by uh -huh. and then suddenly he just capitulated but I'm with you Kate I think you're right there's that element and that's the other part I thought was meaning as well he gets the Maliadors then there's all the press the yeah. media but if he's got legs you've got to go for it I think so two teams that you mentioned Kate is uh, Ineos and Jai and you know what we've got two Aussies in these teams uh, so let's listen from our very own Richie Port. Wow, look, I think it's such a hard climb, the blockhouse, but then also the, the climb before it is pretty solid as well. So I think we're going to see a real, you know, the first proper GC battle, you know, nine days in. So it's going to be a bit of fatigue thrown on top of that. It's going to be absolute mayhem. Also with a recovery day coming the day after, you know, I don't think anybody's going to hold anything back. That could be part of your answer uh, for Simon Yates, but can we just concentrate on this evil smile that he's having? He's like, mm, Richie, yeah, Richie. Oh, mm, he's it's just going to be mm, hard for everybody. Mate, evil's <laughs> a little bit. You're going, what are you, what are you, a tabloid? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's happy though, isn't he, Kate? He's, um, he, it's his last two up. The pressure's not on Richie because he's, he's here as a plan B, a super domestique. He's actually just enjoying it, which is, which is nice to see. Oh, he's got nothing to lose. I mean, in Grand Tours previously, when he's uh, had good legs, the pressure's been on. He's been thinking, if I do well, how much can I get in my next contract? What is this going to mean to my mm. position in the team, my leadership spot? Who cares now? I mean, he could attack tomorrow if he feels good, lose 20 minutes and then start going for stages. He could attack tomorrow, take the pink jersey, happy days. Uh, he's going to retire on a high. I mean, I think that... This is where people talk about kind of retiring on your terms and mm -hmm. doing grand tours on your terms. Not many get to do it. He's in this wonderful privileged position, really. Uh, I think he should throw caution to the wind. I want to see him uh, throw it down and, and have a bit of a gallant move. Uh, let's see yeah. what happens. Um, 
yeah, by the yeah. way, that might have been lost in translation, but when I met evil smile, it means it's got an idea behind here. In his head, uh, going, I might actually. We know be what you meant, mate. We yeah, know you just don't mean. agree with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't <laughs> worry. Don't oh, is that National Day on Pecan Crystal mate, Day? Or? Stop, just stop <laughs> digging post holes, all right? You dig It's, na it's national, <laughs> national Peak on Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Day. That's yeah, all. That's, that's what it is. That's every day. That's five days of the week, mate. <laughs> Monday to Friday. Anyway, there's another Aussie uh, that writes for Borois, of course, Jai Inle. Let's listen to him. Really looking forward to it, actually. I think it's a pretty cool stage and it's going to be super tough. Uh, with two really hard long climbs so yeah uh, I think as a team we're pretty keen and pretty motivated for it to have a crack so I think uh, yeah I think it'll be a proper proper GC day tomorrow. So a week in how are you actually feeling yourself? Uh, actually not too bad like better and better each day I would say um, yeah uh, much better than I was actually at the start which is nice so I think I'm sort of like riding into it a bit if you put it like that <laughs> but yeah ask, ask me at the end of tomorrow I might say something different but yeah uh, feeling all right thanks Joe. good luck mate no worries. Cheers, cheers. so he's feeling okay he's feeling all right stressed out well <laughs> now the funny thing is that when we had him on interview before the the Giro he felt awesome so he's feeling even better than awesome or was he lying I don't know Ooh, ooh. I love him Kate I love his, <laughs> oh, his demeanor his character uh, Joy he's yeah. Yeah, I think he's great and look, if he doesn't make it uh, in the cycling circuit, he could always make it in Eurovision because how deep is that voice? Oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh no. It's like a lovely Off the back of Richie's, <laughs> yeah. You can it's see him in a Viking suit. A Viking suit with the Duke. Be like, oh yeah, totally. Oh, I won't there's even a movie in that somewhere. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll brainstorm afterwards. <laughs> but look, the, on a serious note, um, come on you two, take this serious, <laughs> all right? Um, Bora Hansgrower, they, this is their chance to play one of their cards and, and go on the attack early. You've got Jai Hindley, Calderman, Bookman, and they've still got Kamna in second place. I yeah. don't think if it's, it's a, if it's raced full gas, I don't think Kamna can go with the leaders, as in the GC guys, but he can get up the road and they've got three other options. Yeah. They have to throw one guy on the attack early, I think. Even though it's a long stage, they have to sacrifice a guy, mm -hmm. and he might not be sacrificed. He might actually go away and and do it and do it. So, <laughs> let's have a look at the, yeah. the profile uh, again, once again. So we talked about the blockhouse. The keywords today were tough, big climbs, difficult, uh, but we also mentioned the first twenty k's of of this yeah. race where it's on from the word go. So you do not want to miss this. Yes, but Kate, one other thing, which we'll just. Backpedal slightly. The first intermediate sprint, look where it is, midway through the race. Yeah. For me, that has got Gamay written all over it. Yeah, in an early break, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think the other word that's been thrown around a fair bit, uh, Christoph, is vomit, because that's what yeah. a lot of these sprinters are going to be thinking looking at it. Uh, but it will be, I, I reckon Mac is spot on in saying that this is like perfect Bora early break territory. Um, if they yeah. send Kamna, somebody's going to chase him. Uh, and then, you know, Emu, I like to call Buckman Emu. Like, that's like a little ode to Australia. We can have him too, right? Especially if he wins. Uh, you, you send Emu. Emu yeah. Well, uh, Emmanuel, like they kind of call him oh. Emu. Like as a, oh, they, that's, they call him that. Yeah, they do. Okay. So I've just okay, cottoned cool. on to that. And now he's oh, an Aussie. We'll like, it's, it's a long thread, but I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> but they send Emu up the road and then they go, oh, what do you do? Who chases? You send, you know, Gourmet with him. And I think this could be, forgetting whether it's Queen or not, 
one of the best Giro stages we've ever seen just because of where GC is and this horrible profile. I mean, lovely profile, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, lovely for us. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, get the popcorn ready. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I, I, if I just, I want to say one more thing on the Bora thing. Yeah. It'll be an, an error by them if they don't attack at the, if they don't put someone on the attack at the start, I think. If they <laughs> sit back and wait with their three key guys, not just Camner, I think they've got to put one of the others on the attack. I think it's a, it'll be a missed opportunity yeah. if they don't. And you know what? It's not long until we find out if we are right, right or if we are eating another slice of uh, it's not long at all. tomorrow. Yes. Uh, we are live on SBS Underman from 7.25pm, which is in about 30-odd minutes, 30, 35 minutes. It's 40 minutes, so yeah. You're going to have to Wait, put it wrap up. I'm going to get home and start making popcorn. And it will be on TV at 11pm, but you really where it's at. It's SBS Underman, 7.25. This is where you want to be. Uh, thank you for joining us, Kate. It was a, a pleasure. We had a good laugh today. And I'm happy you guys are going to eat your humble pie. I'm really happy about it. We're that. saving some for yeah. you, mate. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ciao. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> This was the uh, Zwift SBS cycling podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast in audio on our website, sbs.com.au slash sport. And you can, of course, log a ride with our good friends at Zwift until uh, the next podcast, which will be the rest day ride tomorrow, not at 6 p.m., but at 7 p.m. That's the how much rest I'm getting. I'm getting another hour. Another yeah, hour. One hour, <laughs> one hour rest. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but I'm not pedaling, so that's yeah. okay. It's bye for now. Now that we're done talking cycling, for today at least, let's do a little riding ourselves because the fun never stops on Zwift. Training solo at home, I admit, it gets old real quick. But with Zwift group rides, events and races, you'll have plenty of people to ride with and chat with to keep you motivated. Plus, it's got great built-in training programs tailored for every ability. There are even workouts that can be squeezed into 20 minutes if you're really stuck for time. On Zwift, traffic lights, stop signs, busy roads, bad weather, they all disappear. And each interval has the watts and rest periods dialed in for the perfect training conditions. To start riding and discovering how Zwift makes indoor training fun, head to Zwift.com for a free seven-day trial. Thanks for watching or listening whilst you're riding on Zwift.